Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. trying to come in when it's like a break in the in a lull in the song and i'm waiting for it to come on i'm like it, it is it happening johnny you're gonna sing yeah it's going it's going it's going it's gonna happen it's gonna happen oh there it is uh fun story so i'm a you know i'm a nine-year-old in a 43-year-old body so i'm watching uh the muppet show it just came on uh, disney plus and they have all the episodes and except for two um one of them is Brooke Shields, and another one is a some uh, actor who was a sex offender later on. And uh, they put uh, these disclaimers in front of the shows now. Yes, and they do. They yes, they do it on specific ones. And Johnny Johnny's here is one of them because he is performing in a barn, and in the barn, one side is the American flag, and the other side is the Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs> and he's singing Walk the Line in front of a bunch of Muppets. And there it is. So that had to have a disclaimer. So I find it, I just, I wanted to put that out there. I'll do you one even better. Sure. I saw a perfect, identical carbon copy of the General Lee running around fucking Ozone Park, New York, Ozone Park Queens, New York the other day. Okay. And I have never been more happier to see that fucking car in my life. Why is that? Because I love the Dukes of Hazard, mm-hmm. and now I got completely taken off the of television because of one flag. Well, a flag that represents some yes, heinous, it's a some flag heinous, that represents a, a heinous, a, heinous shit. A, a very bad part of history. <laughs> yes, very bad. Yes, yeah, very bad. Bad, bad, uh, and bad. <laughs> given, yeah. given, uh, minus that, the show was very entertaining. I enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and the movie was amazing. <laughs> Oh, the, uh, Love the the movie, the Johnny Knoxville uh, vehicle, the Johnny Knoxville vehicle, or the Jessica Simpson vehicle. Yes, Jessica uh, Daisy. Oh, yes, she really resurrected that character. She, really did. Let me tell you. <laughs> she made Let it. Let me tell you, she made it her own. Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing a show. Sons of Slam show is in your ears. We are at episode, I believe this is ninety-seven. We are almost at the century mark. Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. What is going on? How has your week been? Week hasn't been too bad. Uh, I actually started watching a new television show called The Boys. Have you ever seen it? Uh, I've seen yeah, season one. Uh, um, yeah, it's and I need to get pretty into, dope. Yeah, no, it's it's an awesome show. That is the 
uh, bad superheroes. Uh, yes, or vehicle. you know, uh, realistic superheroes. Realistic, yes, that is that is a better term. It is superheroes that are looking to uh, get the the most that they can with the powers that they're given, and uh, in, in not in the most uh, honest ways. Um, Ooh, that's a fucking understatement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to give too much away. It, it's an amazing show. It, that that is a really good show. Um, I highly suggest don't watch it with your parents because no. Absolutely. There's a lot of sex in it. A lot of sex. Um, a show that did not have a lot of sex, but I will give uh, kudos to, and I know we <laughs> had this discussion with Rob, as far as just time, not having enough time to watch new shit. And so, you know, got into into Young Rock, which is really good. Um, the show after that, Keenan got into that too. And then on Tuesdays as well is Superman and Lois, and me being a huge nerd, watched the first oh, that episode. started? first episode started last week. Oh, wow. So good. So and I'm not into that. I'm not. I think you are right. You're into the Arrowverse. I am. I am very. Uh, I would like to say knuckle deep into the uh, Arrowverse. No, that's that's pretty deep. Pretty I could deep. have said knee deep, but the <laughs> knuckle came to my head first, and I don't know why. Good for you. I really don't. I don't judge. Um, <laughs> so this is part of that that verse, and I'm not. I, I haven't watched maybe a half an episode of a Flash. Maybe um, I have watched every single episode of that uh, of that universe. This is the first one that I've, I've watched a full episode of, and it is really, really good. Highly recommend. Basically, really? is Superman is a dad with Lois and has two twins. Oh, that's what it starts. Um, and uh, they find out. They didn't know that he was Superman until they're in uh, their first year of high school, and they find out in the first episode. Uh, one of them has powers, and that's all I will say. And it's, it is really good. Nice. Yeah, it's a new, new take Great. on it. Great. Now i got another television show to uh, watch. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. It was bound to happen. I sat through all of Batwoman just to, just for her to get recasted, so I'm going to have to watch this one, too. <laughs> I have to watch that one, too. Um, yeah, so it's between that and I'm just like that, knuckle deep in community, knuckle deep in the rest of 30 Rock, and uh, I need new shit. Any other shows I can, that I can recommend, please hit me up on uh, Twitter, Sons of Slam Show, and let me know, because I'm always looking for new shit. Um, not much. Ooh, this- I got one. Oh, uh, the Man in the High Castle. That's about the uh, Nazis, is it? Yes, that's about if the if Germany had won the war. Got it. Okay. What America would be like if Germany had won the war? I'm all about it. Me too. I'm all about it. Um, and there was the last one before we go on here. Uh, I need to use my words. There was a there's an Amazon Prime show uh, that I recommended to everybody, and I'm sure I said it to you too. Um, Josh Radner, Al Pacino. And now I've I've said it to everybody all year in 2020, and now I can't remember the damn name of the the, the uh, show. Uh, it is on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. You said Josh Radner. Yes. And Al Pacino. Yeah, this is gonna be good. Um, this is Hunters. Riveting. Jeez, freaking Hunters. Uh, it's basically. Uh, uh, it's like Bruce Wayne comes up with this ragtag group of uh, Jewish. Is it actually Bruce Wayne? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Al Pacino plays this older guy who is like a Bruce Wayne kind of rich, rich guy who recruits these guys to basically go after Nazis that were in internment camp uh, higher power, and so well, they like Inglorious Bastards, kind of. Kind of, but but this in this scenario they're in the U.S. and they're all over, and so they're basically they're hiding themselves from their past. And so they don't want other people to know that they were former Nazis, and they're still Nazis. There's, it's like an underground movement, and these people 
with like Josh Radner. Uh, they're all Jewish. And they all basically go out and they're hunting down Nazis. It's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. nice. Um, not, not much as far as uh, wrestling stuff goes, other than the fact that we just popped up. Uh, was that was it Monday? The Monday morning. Basically, the announcement came uh, through with about yes, Monday. Uh, well, the big show. It was early in the week. The large program is all elite. <laughs> the large program. Uh, enormous don't show. Don't blame me. That was not me. I recycled that one off Twitter. The enormous show is is now all elite. Um, yeah, Paul White, man, is now Paul uh, White. That's uh, that's not something I would have ever seen coming. Nor did anybody apparently backstage <laughs> in WWE see that coming. Um, funny enough, it was that night, uh, the day before. There were articles all over the the web, uh, the web, the inter, international web that he, they were taking uh, his stuff off. WWE was taking Paul White's uh, merch, not merch. I'm sorry, they were moving him to the uh, alumni uh, page. Alumni page, and then the very next day they announced it uh, that uh, he was he was signing for, with All Elite, um, and his contract had expired, and they wasted absolutely no time. And so All Elite Wrestling has Paul White. Uh, he has gone on record, Paul White has, that he was... It was Tuesday, I'm sorry. Okay, Tuesday. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he, he came out and said that he was upset with the end of his stay with WWE. Um, and that the promo that he had on Legends Night with Randy Orton was kind of the last straw. Um... They weren't using him. He was still he's still able to go. I mean, if, if Edge can go, um, and Paul White's still in, in great shape, he he can definitely go. Um, there was also uh, other things happening. His Netflix show was canceled. Uh, you know, he wasn't be, really being used, so he had he has time. He can do this kind of thing, and so they weren't using him in WWE. The Legends thing was there, and and basically he got punked out by Randy Orton. If you remember that night, yeah. Um, and so he he wasn't appreciative of that, and so he uh, it was kind of like his his uh, cherry on top. Um, so yeah, his uh, getting his head bashed off of the steel steps type moment. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So he is uh, he is all elite, and he will also be uh, well. He, not only wrestling as confirmed by TK uh, for all elite, but he will Tony. be okay. I go by TK. I know him. I know him closer. I know him better. All right, just just pander. A AEW Dark Ele- Elevation is this new show that uh, we hadn't really talked about until it was confirmed by Tony Khan um, that he tweeted out that AEW will have a second show on TNT, yeah, but it's not happening anytime soon. Um, and uh, they were revealing the new YouTube show uh, as part of the news that Paul White was signed with the company, so it was kind of a combo announcement. And uh, it's all happening, though, in, in 2021. And so he, all that to say is he's going to be part of that show as, as far as a commentator. Yes. Which should be interesting because he can talk, but I never thought he would be a commentator. Yeah. But he is also going to wrestle, so it's going to be like, it's gonna let's get... just, let's address the elephant in the room. Oh, please. The large, large elephant. The large elephant. Sure. And the larger elephant. When is... Paul White going to take on Shaquille O'Neal in AEW. Let's let's just be honest. That, yeah. It, it's going to happen. Can we see his match this week with Cody? Let's see how that goes. He might even come out after. You never know. You never know. You know what I mean? Maybe hmm. Cody gets some help 
against the uh, uh, gargantuan. <laughs> Peter Rosenberg would call him the garganch. The garganch. Um, yeah, I, I, I would like to see that. I would like to see big men fight or just basically choke each other. <laughs> <laughs> not do any moves. That was so bad. Just like, uh, 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 just in a standstill. I would have rather them just go from the corner of the ring, each other. Just do like the Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> How are they choking each other? It's amazing. Um, yeah, so was there a date as far as uh, time that you saw as far as when he will arrive? I, I haven't seen a date. I didn't see. I haven't seen a date either. And I, I've scoured the interwebs to see if there's anything, and I have not seen anything. I haven't even seen a date as to when elevation's going to start. That, that there's no date for that. Um, and uh, Tony Khan did say that it will not happen anytime soon, but uh, that it is it is a thing. It is a th- it is a thing. thing. It is a thing. It will it be happening in 2021. There is there is no date though. Um. WWE is restricting information to talent about their own creative plans. What is happening in WWE? So now, because of the leaked plans with with WrestleMania, so the plans were leaked. Which, I God, I love, I love people. I love Vince. I love wrestling because he, he was upset that the plans were leaked for Edge versus Roman Reigns to main event WrestleMania. As if mm-hmm. the entire fucking world didn't already know <laughs> that that was the plan going into WrestleMania. Um, not only that, there were plans uh, uh, for Bad Bunny in Mania that were leaked as well. So he apparently was livid backstage, and now he has restricted, um, as far as uh, creative plans, to know their own creative plans. They, he's restricted it to only basically, you have to, writers have to go to Pritchard or McMahon and get approval. To let them know what what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not. There's no trust backstage. There's nothing. I mean, there hasn't been for decades, <laughs> no, but there's not. no trust anymore. No. Absolutely none. Does he not even tell Stephanie then? Is he just keeping it between him and Bruce? <laughs> you, you imagine? <laughs> it's like if uh, anything as far as, or, or even Shane. Or Shane, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Just. Just go through the forbidden door, Vince. Come on. <laughs> Please. Are you wishing this man death? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying uh, the suck door. it up and work with other companies. Oh, okay. Jesus, are you wishing the man death? <laughs> the forbidden door. I don't know what that was. I don't know if that yeah, was the forbidden door. Something sexual for you? or No. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's not the back door. It's the forbidden door. No, that's the back door. If I would have said go through the back door, that's people have different, a different story. People have different names. I don't know. We're talking about a whole different set of skills. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, so <laughs> people can't find out. Uh, I think that's a problem. <laughs> and that's not not only a problem. There's a litany of people that are just upset with uh, not knowing what's going on and just being kind of stuck. One of those people, uh, Segway, is Shinsuke Nakamura. And he <laughs> has implied on Twitter that he is not happy with WWE, um, and I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame. I don't blame a lot of people if they're not happy with their creative direction. I'm just not. I, I don't blame that he he's upset with this. Uh, a fan on Twitter uh, commented. I'm sorry. On, commented on a recent Instagram post of Nakamura telling him to leave WWE. 
the post was a video promo that Nakamura cut on Apollo Crews. Uh, this was followed by another fan who said that Nakamura is happy. And he, he said, it said he's happy, quote unquote. The fan posted in the comment section he gets to surf and work a safer style. Yeah, it'd be great to see him go all out again somewhere else, but that's not going to happen. And then the King of Strong Style commented back and said, quote, who said I'm happy? Question mark. Don't believe anything other than what I said. Unquote. Oh, boy. Shots fired. I like the well-placed use of the, the well-placed term all out in there. Hmm. <laughs> so maybe 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 oh. Nakamura son <laughs> is on his way down up, up to Jacksonville and over geographically up oh <sighs> WWE yeah, you're 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 pissing off the wrong people man <laughs> they're shooting themselves in their foot the what they are shooting themselves shooting themselves in their foot it is not a good look. Um, and they've been doing it for years. For years. <laughs> Welcome to WWE. Uh, I have one more thing, and then uh, whatever you got here. Uh, Ar- Arn Anderson, very quickly, Arn Anderson could not believe, as this uh, article states, could not believe MJF mocked a wheelchair-bound fan. Um, I can. I mean, yeah, I could I could definitely. Um, he said, Anderson did on uh, on his own podcast called Arn Park Podcast, Arn Arn, let me say that right. Uh, he said, I was sitting in the same room you were at your events at StarCast. Tony and I had just, Tully and I, this is exactly what he said, Tony and I just, comma, Tully and I had just come back from the stage and he was next. MJF was next. And I'd never seen him and he started asking questions, start, started taking questions and I saw him easing up to the edge, easing up to the edge and swoosh, I'll never forget it. And there was a basically a wheelchair bound child at StarCast. Uh, that he is referring to, and he said he uh, couldn't believe he was giving carte blanche to do it. Now listen, I've said some iffy things to people over the years, but when the kid rolled up there to the podium in the wheelchair, and he said to MJF, how are you doing? And he looked at him and went, better than you, I swallowed my teeth. (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. (sighs) Maybe it was a -a (laughs) make-a-wish. I I wish my wake my wake. What's wishes. your wish, honey? I want MJF to push me out of my wheelchair. <laughs> over the edge. I literally <laughs> just want to go over the edge. Have him push me. Um, wow, man. <laughs> I, I mean, really? Are you surprised? No, absolutely not. Yeah, okay. I love it. To be honest, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Equal opportunity. Ch- we're we're chuckling at it right now. Equal opportunity, and, and I'm just so like I'm just so taken aback. Oh my goodness, my stars! I, I can't believe that uh, this guy, <laughs> MJF, is something else. So look out for MJF to be canceled in like 20 years. In 20 years, yeah. Until then, he'll have that good, have a good run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He'll have a good run. Be a, you know, multi-time world champion by then. Right. It'll be all right. Until he gets convicted of murder, and then. I mean, I hope he's not Marty Jannetty. I hope he's kind of just like well, a Ric Flair, not a Marty Jannetty. You know what really, I mean? That was or Shawn Michaels. Maybe he finds God one day. That wasn't really proven. Oh, but the guy flat out admitted it on Facebook. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing else you can say about and, and that. No, he did. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just stunned that nobody's followed up on that. Uh, you got anything? Uh, yes. 
the Wrestling Observer Awards of 2020 have been released. Ah, okay. And I got a good list of them here. Okay. Wrestler of the Year, John Moxley. Female Wrestler of the Year, Bailey. Tag Team of the Year, The Bucks. Mm-hmm. Most Outstanding Wrestler of the Year, Kenny Omega. Most Improved Wrestler of the Year, Britt Baker. Most Underrated Wrestler of the Year, Ricochet. <laughs> good call, yes. This one I don't agree with, though. Most Overrated Wrestler of the Year, Bray Wyatt. I do not agree I don't with like that. that one. No, I don't agree with that. I don't like that one. This next one, though, I agree with wholeheartedly. Do you know who the Rookie of the Year is? Hmm. No, it's going to take me a while to think about all the rookies. Pat McAfee. <laughs> Pat McAfee beat out Anna Jay to secure the Rookie of the Year spot in the 2020 Wrestling Observer Awards. Who was he paying off? Unbelievable. Don't know, don't know, but the guy's rich enough to do it. <laughs> uh, best non-wrestler of the year, Taz. Okay. High flyer of the year, Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, technical wrestler of the year, Zack Sabre Jr. Most, char- most charismatic wrestler of the year, MJF. Mm-hmm. Move of the year, Kenny Omega's one-winged angel. Kind of saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Feud of the year, your boy Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Really? Yeah, right? I mean, it was okay. It was, I mean, it was actually good. I, I, I just feel like, I don't know if that was a feud of the year, but all right. You try was, to think of the other feuds this year, and you're like, well, I he, guess he, none really. Moxley had feuds with everybody and their mother. He had feuds with Archer. He had feuds with uh Well, with Kingston. In, in this one, he actually did have a feud with Eddie and his mother, kind of. He did. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that literally, just gave him a little edge up. Literally and his mother. Uh, the worst feud of the year, Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. Agreed? It's up there. What else would you say was worse? It's up there. Um, I mean, again, I have to think about it. This is on the spot, but it, it's it's, it's bad. It, it is bad. Yeah. Uh, match. Well, Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman did spark the Roman Reigns character that we now know today. It started off, yes. So maybe it was a little kickstarter to something. Uh, match of the year. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Titles of Revolution. That was in February. Uh, okay. There has not been a better match, apparently, <laughs> in the rest of the year. As far as tag? Tag teams? No. Match, match of, of the, the year. year. Wasn't that wasn't that pack match with Omega last year also? Was it the year before? No, that was 2019. That was 19. Okay. Yeah. The Iron Man match. Yes. That was... That was actually... That, that was recently two years ago. One of the best matches I've ever seen. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely, but yeah, that I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I, that's not begrudgingly saying. I guess I, I yeah, that was that was an amazing match. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, worst match of the year: Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in a Wyatt Swamp. The fight. Swamp fight. I would. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, I don't really consider that a match, though. There they, was no winner. They called it a match. I mean, yeah, there was, but there was there, there was a winner, and they called it a match. Swamp match. It's a fight. No, it's a fight. Okay, but that's not what they called it. Whatever. I mean, it's like a swamp fight, swamp match. Whatever. There was a winner, and it was bad. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, best weekly show of the year. Dynamite. Worst weekly show of the year. You want to take a guess? And this is all of wrestling or just WWE and, and AEW? All of wrestling. Worst weekly show. I'm going to have to say Impact. Nope. It is Raw. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Promoter of the year. You guessed it. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. 
Promotion of the year, AEW. Mm. Where's promotion of the year? WWE. I can't. Best major show of the year. I disagree. What? Go ahead. No? Really? You, you can't. You're putting, you're lumping the entirety of WWE into one thing because SmackDown. This is true, but you got to remember that WWE has so much talent, and their main show, which is Monday Night Raw, was garbage. Well, okay, so I, I know you, you, as far as your time goes, uh, putting it out there, as far as your time goes with Raw and SmackDown on the the bookends, you focus your your attention on Wednesday nights. I get it. Yes. Uh do you watch it from time to time when you can? Yeah. Okay. So if you if you can. Like if I know that there's a good one that happened on Monday night, I will watch it before we have to record. Because I'd, I'd, I'd never watch on Monday or on Wednesday. Right. Or even on Friday. Right. Like it's all after the fact. Yeah, yeah no, I, I get it. And so myself as well. Uh, you should get more into SmackDown. I mean, yeah. Raw is, first of all, again. No, SmackDown, I agree. I've watched more SmackDown than I have Raw. Okay. It it is a better product. So my my point being in in all that is that to lump the entirety of WWE because of three hours on a Monday night is bullshit, uh, and they, they I I don't agree with that. You're you're also piling in NXT, which is really good. <laughs> so that's not fair. SmackDown is so much better than than Raw is. They're both better than Raw. So yeah, you know it, it's I I understand. That it's it's a bad product, especially when you have. I made a joke of it this past week. When um, we get into the the quick recap that we do for for Raw, MVP it, guys would kill backstage. I said this on the Zoom call. Guys would kill, murder, backstage to be able to have the time on TV that MVP and Lashley had this past Monday. They were yeah, on right. five segments, five different segments. That was there was a, a fight. There was first of all there was the uh, the segment with with Miz saying that they wanted their match. They he said they, I'm going to give you an hour. The hour came at the nine o'clock hour. They went back on TV. Uh, they were backstage and Lashley came out for his match. Like and then he came at the end. Uh, it, it just there was like a lot of the same people when you have so many other people backstage. And that's the one good thing about SmackDown is that they can spread. They can they can do their. Their opening spot that they have always, it's which leads to the main event, uh, or the rain spot, do everything throughout the night uh, with other people, and then get to the main event. It's it just, it's, it's I don't know, I'm just a little, I don't agree with the fact that you have to put everything as far as WWE, lump it up as far as the worst promotion because of, because of Raw. It's a, that's a very good way to put it, and I, I'll, I'll agree with you on that, the way that, the way that you phrased it. I'll agree with you, but nobody has the national exposure that WWE does, mm-hmm. and they're putting on a shit product with that national exposure. I, I agree. So, I agree. Uh, best I agree. major show of the year, AEW Revolution. Worst major show of the year, WWE Super Showdown. Agreed. <laughs> we can all agree on that. All agreed, yes. This it's, next one we'll agree on. Gimmick awful. of the year. Uh, let me think about it. Um, well, he already said Bray Wyatt is overrated, and so I, I disagree with that. Um, I think he, I would say he's the gimmick of the year. But he's Bray not, Wyatt? Yeah, but he's not. No, and you're going to be sorry about the next one. Okay. Gimmick of the year is Orange Cassidy. <laughs> right? Okay. Makes sense. All right. Worst gimmick of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, remember what you said earlier? I'm going to say uh, 
uh, uh, Shorty G. Nope. They went with The Fiend. Wow. And this is where I disagree wholeheartedly. That is one of the best gimmicks we've seen in a very long time. Who's this, Meltzer? Barring Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Okay. This is, okay. This uh, We've already... I understood it. We're going through this entire list, and I wanted to agree and disagree, but no, let's know our our subject matter here first off. You can't go off of an award ceremony for someone that has a bias against a product. It's, oh, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's not fair. <laughs> there's, there's a whole reason why you know, uh, places like Consumer Reports do, do uh, the testing on everything and all aspects of it is because they want to be unbiased. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when you're going out to purchase something, you know, it's, it's basically just on raw data. And you're, you're, you're listening to somebody that has a vendetta against WWE, specifically Bruce Pritchard. And he's going to use that to judge. <laughs> and so anyway, go ahead. Uh, to round out the last of it, mm-hmm. best announcer of the year, Excalibur. Uh, uh, I'll, 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 I'll go with that. Okay. Worst announcer of the year, Michael uh, Cole. <laughs> say Jim Ross, <laughs> without a doubt. I'm not. I'm going to say Tony Schiavone with the. <laughs> I just I can't get over it. I really can't. But I, I digress. I, I, okay. <laughs> Most disgusting promotional tactic of the year. Um, this one is a very specific one, and this seems to be taking a shot. Okay, if it's taking a shot, it's at WWE. Disgusting. Um, is it Randy Orton's spew? That was, that was this year. Last year, um, I don't know. Black Wednesday, WWE firing employees okay. <laughs> during a pandemic where they were setting profit records. That's, that's, that's an exact quote. Okay, all right. <laughs> Best on interviews, Eddie um, Kingston. Yes. yes yes absolutely yeah. there's no there's no other way absolutely uh best documentary of the year dark side dark side of the ring that <laughs> without and a that doubt is your 2020 <laughs> without a Wrestling doubt Observer Awards. i i tend to never agree with Meltzer um on certain things this list has me like split on down most the things most things this list has me split down the middle um yeah well, why was a new japan included in any of it though neither the best nor the worst does he not that's watch where i get a little bit of right right yeah, he I, has to. He has to watch. He gave Kenny Omega all those fucking seven star matches back when he was in New Japan. He's got to watch that. Yeah. Did it say? Uh, so it didn't just say uh, like in parentheses, AEW and, and WWE. So there's no. nobody else. There's no other promotion on that entire list. Nope. Interesting. Interesting. Well, indeed. to be fair, best technical wrestler was Zack Saber Jr., who is a New Japan. Who is under contract with them? Right. So, I don't know. It's a whole ordeal. Oh, the ordeal. Uh, anything else? Yes. Speaking of other promotions that weren't mentioned, mm-hmm. <laughs> NWA's Josephus. Did you hear about this? No. Uh, he is known as the Question Mark, which is his gimmick mm-hmm. in NWA. His real name is Joseph Hudson. Joseph Hudson. Okay. He has passed away due to an undiagnosed medical condition, according to a statement from NWA president and Smashing Pumpkins drummer, guitarist, something like that. I forgot. Billy Corgan. All right. Well, guitarist. Yes. At least. Yeah. Uh, You might know Josephus as the person who portrayed Bruiser Brody in the Dark Side of the Ring episode about him. Okay. So that's probably where people might know him from. But uh, he has passed away. They haven't really given him much of a 
diagnosis to the public. Mm. I think they're keeping that kind of under wraps. But he was a large gentleman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And how old was he? He kind of have to be if you if you portray Bruiser Brody. Yeah, he's a big guy. I think he was in his 40s, maybe. Jeez. A young guy. Yeah, but people, you know, Ricky Starks, I think, and Thunder Rosa, they all took to Twitter and expressed their condolences. It seemed to rock the wrestling world for a little bit. Uh, speaking of NWA, excuse me, um, did you know that they deleted all their videos off of YouTube? 300 hours worth of, 3,000 hours worth of content. Just gone. Like on their YouTube? <laughs> gone. <laughs> Just taken off. Yeah. Um, they're saying that it's, it, they're announcing that something good is, is coming up in the next few days. It has absolutely nothing to do with AEW, since there were rumors that it's possibly be, being bought out. Um, Maybe it's being bought out by WWE again. <laughs> again. Um, well, Wait, Vince did buy that, right? Well, NWA? No. He, I saw the Thanos thing with Vince. No. He, and I forgot which ones no. it said. No. It was WWF, WCW, ECW. Mm-hmm. I forgot the other ones. Like OVW? No, it was the major promotions. Oh. Whatever. I digress. Hmm. Um, John Moxley defeated Kenta on NWA, uh, NWA, NJPW Strong on Friday night to retain the IWGP US title. Hmm. So I wonder where that's going to go because they were building up this Kenta storyline for a while, making it seem that he was going to lose the title. So does it sound like he's he's possibly coming to AEW? Kenta? Yeah. No. Like he he's under contract. <laughs> he's un, he's still under contract with with New Japan. Okay. And right. he's in the Bullet Club, like the actual Bullet Club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not the ragtag group of of freaking it's like 50,000 guys that smiz whiz on Wednesday. They're, they're like the, honestly, honest to god, dude, they're, they're like the new uh, NWO. There's like 50,000 oh, yeah. versions of it. It's it's like all right, we got it. There's, there's what gave a, it away? The growing size, I'm not the t- multiple leaders, <laughs> or the fucking uh, the, the too sweet? The too sweet. <laughs> the uh, yeah. Uh, well, that aside from the too sweet part, it's it's all oh, yeah, all the leaders and all the factions and this bull club U.S. bull club Japan bullet club blah blah blah. Well, to be fair, uh, Los Ingo. Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this. Okay, and it's gonna be tough. <laughs> Los Ingo Bernales. Oh, de Japón. Oh. Do act, they are a subsect of a group that originated in Mexico, if I'm pretty sure. Okay. And they're in Japan. Hmm. But they still go with the Spanish name. So it's like, is everybody just trying to copy the NWO nowadays? <laughs> I almost said NWA. N-W-A-N-O? N-W-O-A? Um, I got a couple more things, and then sure. that is it. Right. Zelina Vega's non-compete clause expired on February 13th. She was just on. A, she posted a, a video of her getting her new chair and then her new gaming chair, and uh, she also had a video, a, a picture of her like in this like crop top. It's just whatever, man. I just love her <laughs> so much. So how long until she gets to uh, to AEW? Is it why is it always AEW they go to or like there's yes. no there's no impact? People are going to impact. People are going to impact now because it will lead to AEW. <laughs> w. Um, you telling me that she's not popular enough to go straight to AEW? No. I, you imagine if she was able to? She's she's already out, and if if Alistair could get out, 
just asked for his release. Mm-hmm. And they, both of them go over to AEW. That'd be amazing. Amazing. But here's the thing. You wouldn't manage, you wouldn't have Zelina manage Alistair. I'll do you one better. Why not? Because this is why. Yeah, husband and wife. It's it's like they like but, the real the real life storyline. Go ahead. But yes. I'll give you real life, real life. <laughs> Zelina Vega is a proud New Yorican. Okay. You all you know who else are very, very proud, dare I say, powerful New Yorkans? Is that Santana and Ortiz. What ah. if we get an implosion of the inner circle and then Zelina goes and manages Imagine them? Manages them. Also, Zelina's been at Impact. She was on Impact already. As Thea Trinidad. Yes. Where she met uh, the one and only Austin Aries and they were going out for a minute. Really? Yes, they were. Before, before she met her hubby. I met some short babies. They would have been. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Very short babies. Short and arrogant. <laughs> very arrogant and stubborn. Yes. And very short. Yeah. Uh, last thing. Anna yeah. Jay will be out for 6 to 12 months, which is a wide. It's it's such a large. I'm going to be out 2 to 15 years. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> we, can't, we can't narrow it down a little bit. I'm going to be gone at least this week up until 2023. Yeah, it's, gonna yeah, be. it's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's going to be. Uh, she will be out with a shoulder injury. She was injured while training. That she, she was hiding. taken out of the tournament. She well, was hiding that. Did you know? Did they, yes. She was, for she, like a month almost. Or, yeah. It's like she had this for a while. And why Which would you make hide sense that? She was like, she was barely on television and also barely on being the elite, which I know you still don't watch and you should. I'm, I really do want to watch it. I, I, like I'm, I'm holding out. I, I do want to watch it. But yeah. why would they hide that though? It seems like to do this, I don't, I don't even know. She was replaced by Maddie Rinkowski, which is a student of Thunder Rosa. Okay. Maybe it's just some sort of storyline where they want, I have no idea. I really couldn't tell you. That's, that's it was, weird. It's weird that they were hiding it like that. Yeah, I, I don't get that. I, I, I would think that they, maybe they were trying to see if it was going to like work itself out and yeah hold out amongst... something lingered for too long and then it lingered for too too long and yeah. then they're like all right yeah we got this. yeah we got it yeah. <laughs> but it was like the day that she was supposed to wrestle that's when they made the whole they, they made a video of her like in the trainer's room right so so weird uh anything um, else um yes one more thing mm-hmm. i just realized you remember wrestling superstars cards sure Okay, so in 1983, Andre the Giant Wrestling Superstars, oh, geez. BGS graded nine and a half. It went for, Ooh, I'm going to say, sold for? $15,000. Nope, $50,000. Wow. A Hulk Hogan around the same time is supposed to eclipse that number, provided it's graded the same. And in 1973, Andre the Giant Rookie is also said to go for the same money. Jeez. So, word to the wise, if you still have wrestling trading cards keep them <laughs> keep them see how much they're worth yeah. i heard that a 1993 corazon de leon tops mexico card <laughs> would go for about 10 grand right now oh. which is crazy it is insane. if it's graded correctly hmm. so it's all 
We can all thank Pokemon for this. <laughs> How would you even know to like keep those things in such pristine condition that at some point later on book. in life? I have a binder full of MLB showdown cards. Do you you're probably too old for that? Do you remember that back in the early 2000s? I'm too old for that, you son of a bitch. Um, well, it was a it was a playing game that kids did. No. Did you ever play Pokemon? No. Exactly. I did. Okay. <laughs> and that's the I, difference in I when did. we grew up. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so you don't know but me. Yeah. That's where I was first introduced to a 20-sided die. <laughs> we, oh, Young Buck. We had those in D&D. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not a nerd. <laughs> Listen. We will throw down right now. Do you, do you know? Do you know the most popular uh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons player right now? Uh, Cole Kamana. Uh, is he? He's very big into it. Uh, I was going to say uh, Joe Mangio- Mangiola. Close, please. Joe Mangianello. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, it was close actually. Mangianello. Man, he is him and like um, uh, was it Tom Morello from Rage? Probably there's like a group. I can see that. There's like a group of them that play like like religiously. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to sit on that. There was you, uh, Joe Mangianello, husband you, to the very beautiful Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara, and you're calling yes. You call call him a nerd in, in front of his face and see what he says. Yeah, I, I'll call Deathstroke a nerd. <laughs> I was gonna say call Deathstroke a nerd and see how how far you go. That was it for me. Okay, cool. Um, Let's quickly get into uh, the week that was, because there was, really wasn't much of anything other than the fact that I kind of sort of predicted something uh, at the end of Elimination Chamber, and it seems like it's coming to fruition here. So, um, by the way, <laughs> The Miz winning his title, he has, and I've just seen it online, and he's also come out and said publicly, he's being scrutinized left and right for this reign that he's having. He hasn't even like defended the belt yet. He's, he's come out one time to with the belt. And that was the, the Raw after Elimination Chamber. And this week has apparently been hell for him. Because people are just like, you don't deserve this belt. Uh, why do you have this belt? And he's just like, I... I what fr- are we, in 2011 all over again? I know. <laughs> he, apparently he didn't deserve it then. And he doesn't deserve it now. Um, I enjoyed his reign in 2011. And uh, with Alex Riley as a sidekick. And uh, now he's he's got another sidekick in John Morrison. But he, he, really, he hasn't even fought, fought a match yet. And he's going to have his first air quote match tomorrow, which I'm assuming that's not going to go anywhere other than a DQ. Um, so he basically came out this week and said that uh, you owe me a match since I got you this belt um, uh, at Elimination Chamber. He gave him an hour, and this is this was appearance number one for Lashley and, and appearance number one for MVP. And as I mentioned before, you're going to see a lot of them on, on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Riddle defeating John Morrison, the the new uh, uh, U.S. champ. Riddle, uh, New Day defeating Mason T-Bar, and they are setting up for the <laughs> d- demise of Retribution. This is this is the beginning of the end here because at the end of this match, uh, Mustafa basically came out and just destroyed everybody in Retribution, just yelling at them, and and that, it went to faded faded to uh, the next segment. But what what a uh, Tanya go down in the annals of history. As the one of the worst factions in all of professional wrestling. Yeah. Just absolutely no sense. But I will fight you if you even remotely put the LWO with them. Okay. I'll fight you. I will resurrect Eddie Guerrero out of the 
fucking ground. If I say it out loud, it's a problem. But if I think it in my yeah. head right now, it's okay. That's fine. And I can't hear it. And if I could, I'm saying it to myself right now. I would be fighting crime probably if I could hear people. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guy. Okay. Sorry. Um, Asshole. <laughs> individually, they were all great. LWO, it, just, it was just another reason. Why, we, we talked about this already. Another reason just to get on TV because the WO thing was was popular with WCW, and you had to be in a WO to get the on. The WO universe. To, yeah. There you go. The expanded universe. LWO was part of the, the WO expanded universe. The WO cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> w O C U. Uh a new day of feeding Mason and T Bar. Uh <laughs> Braun Strowman is demanding a W makes me laugh every time. I'm just, sorry. I, I don't understand why that was a thing. What was the point? I would really want to know like the pitch on on this whole faction. And I'm sure I'm sure, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm sure that that initial pitch when they had it was like, okay, we're gonna come up with this group. Um think of Nexus, but turned to 50, and we're going to look like uh, we came out of uh, a Mad Max movie, um, and we're just going to destroy shit <laughs> every week, and there's there's we're, there's 20 of us, there's really like seven main people, but there's going to be like 20 of us, and we'll use like uh, NXTers and, and uh, performance guys to kind of fill out in the gaps and just put masks on them, and we're all part of this, uh, this group, and nobody knows who they are, and yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> and, and first week they set fire to uh, to electrical components outside. Next week they come into the into the the PC and basically destroy the place, tear it down. Um, uh, and I'm like, okay, this is where we're going. Uh, I'm I'm down for it. And then now we're picking to see with the hair, like who this this wrestler could be. Was uh, this person had red hair? Is that is that uh, Carmella? Like we were kind of going through all the names. Chelsea Green was Chelsea one of them. Chelsea Green, at some point. one of them. Yeah, and and that actually was Chelsea Green. Um, yeah, and it was the possibilities were endless <laughs> to kind of have this new faction to kind of just destroy all of WWE uh, and kind of have like this NWO feel uh, back when they came in into WWE. Um, and it just was just, it just shit. It is absolute shit. Just destroy it now, dismantle it now, um, and then basically just put these people on shelves because that's unfortunate. <laughs> You're now going to have someone like uh, uh, Dijakovic just completely like you. You just you're basically starting him over again. You're having to re- reboot this guy. That's a name I haven't said in a while. Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, uh, T-Bar. Um, Braun Strowman demanding a WWE championship match. I, I'm, I'm kind of getting over Braun Strowman. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, it, it looks like you're setting something up with him and, and Shane McMahon and Adam Pierce, like for, for Mania. But I, just, I have no interest whatsoever. Uh, Listen, any any way I can get the Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce to get a match, I'm all in. <laughs> Scrap Daddy. I thought we were going to get it against Reigns. Yeah, Roman. Yep. But like, no, no. They had to bring out Kevin Owens again. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had uh, so I mentioned before that Lashley and MVP were out uh, at the beginning of the night. The hour came, uh, the nine o'clock hour, and uh, they demanded an answer, which then brought up the fact that they were going to have a match at the end of the night. Uh, so there was that. Uh, 
MVP on crutches, mind you, had had to do this trip up and down that ramp three or four different times. Um, crutches or crutch, crutch? A crutch, which he see, he's like he was hopping on on the, the good leg, which on the bad leg, which makes no sense. Um, so he came out again with his other hurt, hurt uh, business compadres with uh, Alexander and Benjamin, uh, defeating Lucha House Party in a tornado tag team match. Um, Damian Priest once again defeating Angel Garza uh, and Baboni. Uh, the Baboni. <laughs> the 24-7 champion. That's the only way you can say it. Baboni. Um, the only way I... Uh, every time his name gets said, I feel like I'm obligated to do his weird voice. You, you can only say... You can't say Bad Bunny. It's Bad Bunny. I like his music, Bad It's like Bunny. saying Bugs Bunny and not going, What's up, Doc? It's our truth. Meh. Bad Bunny. <laughs> uh, let's see, Nia Jax. My bad. Seems Bunny. But <laughs> <laughs> Bunny bad. Nia Jax and uh, Baszler defeating uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Uh, so now that uh, Lacey Evans is pregnant, Charlotte Flair can just have the same matches over and over again. Um, Sheamus uh, defeating Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy is just a jobber at this point. Uh, Naomi and Lana uh, defeating Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Uh, that was just... Th- these matches were like one after the other after the other, and someone mistimed this whole thing because it was just this match here this Lana match lasted I want to say two minutes it went directly into the following match which was AJ Styles against Ricochet for the 20th time but I can watch them fight every single week that's fine it's just it was just a very weird uh movement into the next uh part of of Mm -hmm. the of the night so having this and very rushed everything was rushed uh, so Styles defeating Ricochet again, and then the stipulation at the end of the night was uh, it was going to be Lashley versus Miz for the title, and if Strowman won, then it would be a a triple threat for the title, uh, and Lashley beat Strowman, and it's uh, I I said at Elimination Chamber, and I'm going to say it now, again, by the end of this year, we're only in February. Lashley's going to hold that belt, and now we're already having this. I got it. Yes, please. I've heard rumors here and there. And everywhere. In the uh, the military community, they would call it scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Bobby Lashley wins the title from Miz? Okay. Whether it be tomorrow on Raw or maybe he doesn't, uh, Miz doesn't have a match at Fastlane yet, does he? No. Yeah. So maybe there is a disqualification that the Miz does mm-hmm. tomorrow night on Raw. Mm-hmm. They have a rematch at Fastlane where Bobby Lashley wins the title, and then on the Monday Night Raw, right after Fastlane, whose music do you hear come out? No. The person that Bobby Lashley has been wanting to face in WWE since the moment he got there. 15 years ago. Umaga. Brock Lesnar. Whoa, man. Why you got to tug at my fucking heartstrings like that? <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. People don't like when Brock Lesnar comes back. Mm. However. Mm. This would be a good one. This would be a good one. This would be a good and one. And this would be a way to kind of turn him babyface, but more of like an anti-hero type. Lashley. Lashley, correct. Okay. 
thoughts? I, man, I'd be for it. Uh, I'm also, also Lashley this week cut a, a very good promo on Miz. Um, and uh, he, he used uh, awesome uh, in, in the promo. It was, it was very funny. Uh, he, I did see that part. That he, was dope. People are, I don't know if people are mad. I guess this is the reason why Vince is upset or doesn't know how to gauge what people like because there's nobody there. So just like that, I don't know if people are upset online. As far as I've seen, there's really not that much hatred for Lashley. Um, but you, you should have you should know that people are going to start liking him. I'm starting to like him, which is bad. <laughs> it's it's it, bad in a. I don't know if it's bad. I should, I, should, I should take that back. It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's unexpected. And this, this is someone that, for for all the people that they put with with him in the last year or so, they've had uh, you know uh, um, Leo Rush to Lana to MVP, and he's you know he's done his thing. He's been you know dominant the entire time. But this is this is his time now, and they're finally giving him what he should get and whether you hate him or love him he deserves a push he's a really good wrestler like really 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 talented and good and he deserves he deserves that shine i think this is the best version of bobby lashley that that i've seen since the dual tna and x division champion bobby lashley there you go (laughs) okay and that was a long time ago i'm gonna say at least 10 years absolutely yeah so Good luck to Bobby Lashley. Good luck to Bobby Lashley. So uh, we'll, I'm rooting for you. We will see what happens uh, this week. I don't see him winning this this belt from the Miz because it just seems like too soon. Tomorrow night uh, on Monday Night Raw, but uh, definitely leading to something at uh, at Fastlane between him and uh, yes. and Miz. And also the reason why uh, Drew McIntyre was nowhere to be found uh, on Monday Night Raw was because it, it wouldn't make any sense if they're trying to set up this new this new storyline. Um, I saw somebody post that on Twitter. And the first comment underneath was, "It's called selling, dummy." Right. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, fucking he was, idiot." He it was hurt. He's selling the attack. He was. <laughs> you watch wrestling? Cut it up. Um, let's move on here to NXT. Uh, I, I enjoyed Cameron <laughs> throughout the night on this one here. Um, <laughs> I, I will. I will say this. Uh, wrap it up in, in one fell swoop here uh, with Cameron Grimes. He basically he was watching uh, on his iPad a video of Ted DiBiase, the famous video of him, Virgil, and the little little kid. It <laughs> <laughs> was really good. Uh, giving them the basketball, saying dribble this ten times and I'll give you a hundred dollars. He gets to nine and he kicks the ball away. <laughs> this poor kid's about to cry. Uh, and then, then he's just standing on stage doing that. Um, so Cameron Grimes watches video and he gives this, he gives the basketball to this guy, uh, guy dribbles it 10 times. He's like, all right, give me money. that was it. That was pretty easy. He's like, wait, what? And he's like, did you watch the rest of the video? Like, you know, DBS kicks the ball away. All right. Oh, now I, now I get it. Now I get it. And then he's, he goes to the famous, uh, uh, NXT parking lot there. Cause it seems like they film a lot of shit back in that parking lot. Uh, there just happens to be a former WNBA player sitting there. She gets up. Do you know who that was? Exact name? No. Me neither. And I was really trying. Like, I, I was thinking of famous and NWA is still on my mind. Famous WNBA players. And I couldn't think of any. It's a lot. I got I got to look that up and see who that was. 
she uh, hits to like eight. He goes to kick it and then <laughs> dribbles it through her legs and gets to ten. He gives her the money. And then finally, I didn't understand the last one. See this random guy. He dribbles it for like two or three bounces and then he punches him in the face. And then still drops the money on the floor. And he walks away. And uh, that was that was the, all the segments. Um, it's, it's just funny though. I think that's... Is that going to be the way that he loses all his money? <laughs> as far as the storyline is that he just makes bets. And then he's just down thousands of dollars. Um, he tried the act on former WNBA player Anriel Howard. Okay. Who's signed with WWE last December. Hmm. But she hit him with a crossover when he tried to kick the ball away. Yeah. That's the exact quote. <laughs> There's a crossover, a killer crossover. Um, Ooh. Yeah. See what you did there? Tie in a little uh-huh. killer cross. Killer cross. There you go. Ah, I didn't even mean to do that. There's your title. Um, let's see here. As far as the... And I I, I was stunned by her beauty. I got I to gotta say right now. Uh, so I'm looking out for her. Uh Dexter Loomis taking on Jardine Gargano in a non-title match, and everybody in the way uh, is infatuated with Dexter Loomis. So apparently, I love it. When uh, Austin Theory was kidnapped, <laughs> when we last saw Dexter Loomis uh, kidnapping, previously on previously on WandaVision, uh, Dexter Loomis kidnapped. Uh, did you watch that, by the way? I did. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. I mean, I'm, things I'm make sense up. now. Things make sense now. <laughs> I, I I appreciate they that they. That's that's where we'll leave it because it is a brand new show and yes. people are waiting until the show is finished to then binge it all. I will say things. Day. Not only do they explain things with Wandavision, what's happening, but they tie a lot of loose ends in the Avengers. <laughs> as far as they do, and I love this whole yep. last episode tied so many so many loose holes in Avengers. It mm. was ridiculous. Yes. So uh, good on. But Mar- I digress. Good on Marvel to do that. Um. So yeah, so he, he Loomis kidnapped him, kidnapped Theory, and gave him like ice cream, and it was, it was very, very loving towards him. And so then when he was asked to hit him with a chair by Gargano, he did not. Uh, also, um, uh, 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 Indy Black, Indy uh, Harwell, excuse me, um, Indy Blackwell, Indy Blackwell, Jesus, uh, is in love with Indy Blackheart, Blackheart. Wow, it's all over the place. Is in love with Dexter Loomis. Uh, yeah, let's see. <laughs> she's like he's hot. I don't know. He's hot. He's hot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, so he, give that guy a belt. Uh, it was for the way. Let's see here. Uh, Leon Ruff taking on, uh, which was was very weird here. Um, so taking on Tyler Rust. Uh, and Malcolm Bivens was in. They showed a, a clip of him, a clip, a clip of Leon Ruff backstage being seen by uh, trainer. Trainer, mm-hmm. tra- trainer in in his acting glory, saying, "Are you okay? You sure you're okay?" And then he walks away, and then all, all of a sudden, Michael Bivens pops up like uh, Malcolm, Malcolm, Michael. I was listening to Poison earlier, and uh, you know you can never trust a big butt and a smile. I l- really was, and so I think that's that girl is poison. <laughs> Malcolm Bivens was hiding uh, behind uh, the wall. Shout out, Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a new addition. Uh, asked for a, a match with Leon Ruff, and so he got that match. And then Leon Ruff comes out, does his whole intro thing, and Isaiah Swerve Scott just punts him in the head <laughs> out of nowhere. Just comes over the railing and punts him in the head, um, and just destroys him, destroys him, and to the point where he had to, he had to get help. Meanwhile, Tyler Rust and Malcolm Bivens in the ring take the win. Uh, it was very funny. Um, 
Io Shirai versus is always stark mm-hmm. in a non-title match. Um, your thoughts on on this match? I liked it. Okay, I didn't really didn't mind it. It was good. I I there were a couple it spots. To, uh, there were a couple spots. Couple spots that but, were a little screwy. Yeah, but I likened it to uh, an enhanced squash because I know we've used that term on this yes, show. Yes, enhanced before. squash. Yes, because Zoe did get a some offense in, mm-hmm. and it was it was a match that was intended to sh- intended to show the strengths of Zoe. Right. But eventually, it's set up for uh, the wagon, Tony Storm, to come out. Oh my good God! <sighs> <sighs> it's like you come out here and you wear your tight jean shorts, and you think you're cute, and you are. Again, <laughs> shout out Juice Robinson. I Bravo! Sh- I don't. I don't want to shout him out. I do. No. Yeah. No. Why not? Because I have nothing but hate for him. Come on! No, you don't. No, you got to respect the man. All kinds of jealous. A man that can talk on the mic like that and then has gets to go home. Gets to go home. Tony Storm at night? Come on. Come on. No, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I thought I could. No. I thought it was bigger than that. I'm not. I uh, saw the wheels turning in your head. I respect it. <laughs> like, uh, no. Uh, MSK, by the way, got uh, their ass kicked after a an emotional uh, uh, segment and uh, clip, clips of their, uh, their rise. Uh, they got uh, destroyed by your boys. Oh. <sighs> That please. <laughs> the grizzled young veterans soon to be recognized as NXT Tag Team Champions. <laughs> they are good on the mic. I like it. Um, Gets see. me every time. They are really starting to grow on me. <laughs> I might even get one of those one of those freaking uh, hooligan uh, scarves mm-hmm. that double as a half a towel or whatever it is. The, uh, the football club. The scarves. There the scarves. we go. There you That's go. what I was talking about. Yeah. Scarves. There you go. The towels. Um, uh, they had a match with, uh, 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 oh, geez, Drake. Drake Maverick. and Killian, Killian Dane, Dane and Drake Maverick, yes. And uh, uh, seemed like, uh, they, they, that seems like it's going to be on its way out also because uh, Dane was, was approached backstage. Yes. Oh, I see. Yes, he was. Yes. Okay. Please. I have. I didn't know how much I wanted something before I saw this, but I would love to see Killian Dane and Imperium. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yes, because <laughs> yes. when Alexander Wolf met him backstage, mm-hmm. I popped unreasonably hard because of the sanity connection. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Did you just get that? I just got it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you dumb dumb. <laughs> Come on, yeah. If Nikki Cross I, comes back. That she should go over to NXT. Nice. Yeah, see. caught your tongue there, didn't you? I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> down, no. Um, down and pay, as we found out. Let's see. Tony Storm. Uh, I, I, yeah, we, we mentioned that Zoe Stark in that match. That was a good match. A couple spotty uh, issues there in the beginning of the match, but it ended up being a really good match. Uh, Zaylee and Casey Cutanzaro. Stopped because of referee stoppage. Why? Because not even halfway through the match, uh, so like the first like the first half of the match, uh, they're outside of the ring and Casey's leg is on the steps, and Zaya goes to kick her and it, she stomp her, stomp on her knee, 
the side of her leg, the side of her knee, and it looked horrific. <laughs> it looked it looked yes. like it snapped. Yes, it did. It looked like it snapped, like legit. And so she does legit have a leg injury. Yeah. Um, they said, uh, <laughs> Vic Joseph said, uh, I think they put... Well, first of all, it was there's there's mention of the fact that she already had a pre-existing injury, and this is a way to kind of write her off of television, especially when you when they have definitive statements like broke, <laughs> like they had with MSK, and he broke his hand uh, this week. Uh, Casey broke her leg, so she will be out uh, for about four to six weeks. Um, but that looked legit; <laughs> it looked absolutely legit, stomping on on her knee. And just looked like it popped. Um, did not look good. Did not look good. Uh, GYV defeating Dane, as I mentioned before. Carrying uh, Cross uh, in the the main event uh, match of the night. Finally, uh, Santos Escobar uh, makes his way into the arena, and Carrying Cross, we we, we were uh, taken away our our pleasure of our entrance of one of the best entrances in, in wrestling uh, because he basically went outside and to the car in the parking lot, that same parking lot, um, and destroyed uh, everybody in the crew there uh, in the Garo del Fantasma. Um, there you go. You've been taking Muzzy. Mozzie? Mozzie. Rosetta Stone? Babel. Oh, Babel, Babel. right. Mm. This isn't the early 2000s anymore. <laughs> Rosetta Stone. Uh, again, I want to know why this is a thing. So, so the, the the end result was cross defeated my... cross defeated Escobar in a in a heightened as as you call it a uh, enhanced, squash. enhanced squash in, in no disqualification non title match. Please go ahead. Here's the one thing that I can surmise is that Carrion Cross Carrion Cross really cut his teeth in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that's where he kind of became Killer Cross mm-hmm. before he was then PG'd. When he came over here, mm-hmm. so my thing is that they're pro- This could have been a buildup to to show the strength of of carrying cross in defeating three guys at once. Hmm. And I'm assuming all of these people had at one point worked with carrying cross in Mexico, AAA, CMLL, wherever it was. Hmm. But they had to have worked with him at some point. So, I loved it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I loved it because I have seen uh, Killer Cross in mm-hmm. AAA mm-hmm. teaming with, no, I'm sorry, going against Cody Rhodes and MMA fighter Cain Velasquez in his first match in a uh, six-man tag. Right. On a six-sided ring, useless. And uh, yeah, he 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 does work really well with luchadors. I've seen, I've noticed that. Okay, uh, so maybe that's that's seeing tape, quote unquote. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're they're going for as far as enhancing him, uh, is yeah. giving them that look. It just it's, it just seems like a weird storyline to go with, especially since he's also looking to get back. Since he's made mention of it to uh, get back in the title punt, um, and that's all kinds of muddled now because of the last segment of the night. And I shed a little tear, to be honest with you. I shed a little tear when I saw the end of this because uh, we had Adam Cole explaining his actions with Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Roderick Strong 
was was out there and and was kind of trying to find out why Cole did what he did. Uh, and then Finn Balor made his appearance and really wasn't having any explanations. Just wanted to get get after Cole. Uh, Roger Strong in that will he won't he kind of like I trust him but I don't trust him. Uh, went to stop Balor. Um, Cole clocks Balor uh, while being held down by Strong. Uh, and then when they get back in the ring, uh, he, he they gave him a hug. They gave each other a hug uh, for all of a second. And then Cole just uppercut. It, it imploded. <laughs> uppercut Roderick uh, yeah. with, the, with the, the below the belt action. Right and in the gonads. Right in the, right in the nutchers and then gave him the super kick right to the face. And at that moment... I was like, there's got to be, there has to be some sort of way to get UE all together and that just have Cole and all of them just be heels now. And it's not meant to be now because it is over. Nope. <laughs> it is over. Dun, dun, dun. It is over. Now, UE's here's done. the thing. It's it, it, it's not exactly over. Okay. What, Bobby Fisher's going to come back and reunite everybody and be the same no. saving grace? Adam Cole, I think, is being built up. Mm-hmm. To be kind of, he's being built up to be a main event wrestler that doesn't need a faction behind him. A well, la sure. a Finn Balor. Right. Finn Balor and Adam Cole have somewhat of a history with each other, mm-hmm. while actually not having a history directly with each other. That being the Bullet Club. Okay. What if Finn Balor. Is now the new leader of the Undisputed Era. Thoughts? <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, I would like it. I would like it. I don't see it happening. But I don't see it happening either. But I would like it. That'd be interesting. It would be. The new UE. Yeah. The new The new <laughs> Writes itself. It really does. The new Uh By the way, AEW destroyed uh, NXT this week. They're, they're going to for a long time. Yeah. Start the counter. <laughs> Let me know when 83 weeks is up yeah, in 2022. <laughs> that's going to happen. It's going to be one week you know, where uh, there's going to be like a pay-per-view on a Wednesday. That's going to be like Adam Cole versus Balor <laughs> for, yeah. for the title after Mania or something like that. Um, the rematch. And they'll, they'll win on some like random night. But it's, it's, it's going to be like this every single week. Uh, speaking of which, uh, AEW, your, your dynamites, your results for the week. Uh, we had uh, uh, starting things off immediately with John Moxley versus the Hollywood Hunk Ryan Nemeth. Uh, Moxley taking the win on that one, and then just getting in the middle of the ring with a chair and just going in on a promo, uh, basically about this death barb wire exploding supersonic hearing death axe. Yeah, um, exploding barbed wire death match. That was it. <laughs> I know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I, I, I'm very excited for this match. Uh, I'm, I'm sure if if it's if I if it's anything different than what I've seen so far, then great. Because of all the exploding barbed wire death matches I've seen, and that's uh, two minutes of two different matches. Um, it's it seems very elaborate in its presentation. Yes. Not that anybody, again, as I mentioned last week, not that backs are getting chunks of meat blown off of their spine, but uh, yep. 
if it was a real exploding barbed wire <laughs> and a death match, so someone's going to die. Um, if you put death match in a match, is it okay? Like, are they to are die? they I, I'm, are the are the the is the government warned about a situation like this? Like, don't come in here. It's all good. It's all good. We're putting we're tagging this as a death match, so someone's going to die. Just it, it'll, it'll be okay as long as we say that it's we're putting it out there. Then it's okay. I think as long as you put it out there, if you get ahead of it, I think you're good, right? Right, right. If you get ahead of it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's fine. Right. So if someone dies. Yeah, no, it's fine. Someone died in, in this death match, but you didn't call it a death match. You're going to get yeah. in trouble. But since it's now tagged as a death match, all right, I just want to make sure. Exactly. <clears throat> like like when Rey Mysterio killed that guy in the middle of the ring. Yeah, that of. wasn't a death match, though. No, that, that was a regular match. It wasn't okay. That's what Which I'm saying. is, oh, right, right, okay, all right. But that, that was called a death match. Then he did his job. Yeah. This is a dark road. Um, Rest in peace to that guy, though. I just want to point that out. Yeah, I saw that video again not, recently, and I was like, that's not funny not at all. Good. Not good at all. Good <laughs> um, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage taking on the Varsity Blondes, and uh, they they won that one. Uh, Team Taz did, but it was the aftermath of that one. I feel like someone mentioned it online also that there should be a counter since we're we're doing counters for everything. There should be a counter for how many fights happen after the actual fight, because AEW and Tony Khan they love an after fight fight <laughs> like, build a storyline it builds a storyline but there's a fight every single it seems like there's a fight every after every single match on, yep. on aw so this was this one here uh, had to do with uh lights went dark <laughs> and there goes uh, sting's music and sting is bringing out the a body bag uh reminiscent of what darby allen was dragged in to his death uh two weeks before um a week before and uh, out of the body bag came Taz's son, who, by the way, can I just say something very embarrassing? I did not know that Hook was Taz's son until last week. Really? I forgot to mention that, yeah. <laughs> You're just looking at it like, who the fuck is this random guy? <laughs> this little ass kid? I was like, why is this kid around? Who is this kid? I thought he was like training in, in like, he was like an MMA fighter. He was like training with Taz or some shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. No, so who, who, that all goes back to that Cody promo. Yes. Now now I see now it all makes sense. Yep. Yep. I, I can see the gears turning in your head. Yeah. <laughs> it just it doesn't make sense. I just don't know these things. Um oh by the way, yeah, so Darby Allen comes in as uh we talked about before the show that he came in uh on the Shawn Michaels slash um uh what'd you call it? Sting. The Sting, yeah. So the Sting Sting would drop straight down, but this was like Slash Blue Blazer. Blue No, too soon. Too soon. Sorry, my bad. That's he, on me. He also, peace, Owen. he also came down. Straight down. Ironically, I was just wearing an Owen Hart shirt <laughs> today. What a, what a dick. Um, <laughs> he's, he, he slid in on this, this wire, uh, Darby Allen did, that uh, came right into the ring, which was actually pretty cool. But he completely he has a skateboard in his hand. And apparently, I guess he was supposed to hit somebody, but he, he just went to like, he did like the eh. Like he's trying to kick somebody like way out of range, and just totally missed uh, Brian Cage, and then goes after uh, uh, Starks with the skateboard, and then the camera goes away from from them, and it's just on on Sting and uh, and Cage, because apparently you know having to deal with unhooking yourself and and you know Starks there, I'm sure that was a very awkward look if the camera was on them. So uh, good look on the on the uh, director to uh, pan away from that that whole shot. I was glad that it took him a long time to get that D-Link clip off of him. Why is that? Because it, because that's how Owen died. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so you're saying faulty, that? Okay, so it you're was saying... a faulty clip. That's why. 
You're happy to see that it was uh, securely on him. Okay. Exactly. I'm happy to see that it was working. Got it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, Miro and, and uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford, like, this interview could have happened the week after the wedding, but apparently they, they wanted to stretch this out um, because of uh, the number one gimmick in, in all of wrestling, Orange Cassidy. Uh, You're goddamn right. <laughs> Brandon Cutler coming out in a very Game of Thrones-esque uh, costume with his dragons. Well, no, it's Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Him and Cole Cabana play a lot on Twitch. Oh, there you go. Yep. Got There's it. a whole AEW uh, Twitch all these nerds. universe all these nerds. that we are unaware of, which is another reason why you should see Selena Vegas there relatively soon. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay. So then Brandon Cutler in his D&D uh, costume came out to uh, fight Jake Hager. Jake Hager had taken that win, and uh, this all circled back to the beginning of the show where the Young Bucks and Papa Buck came, and, came out and... Uh, uh, took a picture in front of the truck that had Young Buck's picture on it. That was to be a callback <laughs> to uh, later on in the show when the uh, the match ended and uh, Inner Circle came into the ring and joined Hager and uh, they, they continued the assault on Cutler and the Young Bucks came in and super, super kicked Santana Ortiz. I don't know which way Young Bucks go from week to week. Seriously, it's wherever the wind blows. I don't know if they're heels or they're 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 good guys. And every, every week, it well, seems the good like it's, thing it's a different thing. The good thing is that they just hired the number one fucking heel to face turn ratio in the world, Paul White. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so maybe something, they'll learn a thing or two. Something to aspire to to see how many times you could switch back and forth. Um, Matt Jackson grabbed the mic and uh, basically called out Chris Jericho and MJF. Uh, then basically saying that we don't have to wait till Revolution. He said, how about you get your stupid asses down to this ring right now? <laughs> right here, right now. Um, the only then, thing that would have been better is if they called them stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. They should have. You just made the list. Uh, and then Jericho and MJF uh, get on the screen. And <laughs> Jericho says, we ran into someone wandering around backstage. Does this belong to you? And it's his father, unconscious and just bloody. <laughs> it's Papa Buck. Um and Jericho then rammed uh, his, his, uh, into the AEW semi-truck right into Nick Jackson's he- uh, picture on the truck. And this is all blood all over the Young Bucks. Quite, quite the visual. Good spot. Yeah, it was a good spot. It was a very good spot. Quite the visual on that. I like the way um, they build up. And that was actually uh, Papa Buck. <laughs> you call him Papa Buck. That was uh, his call. He wanted to do that. He, he wanted to blade. He wanted to blade. <laughs> He's, that is a badass pop. Like, he wanted to actually blade. I, wanted, I can't wait until they spoof it off in, in being the elite because that's something that they always do. Mm-hmm. Like, Matt Jackson will just mad randomly when he wants to get out of something, just smear ketchup on his face. <laughs> okay. And then, it's like, and then they, they're like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. It's just, I fell. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, I'm going to watch an episode right now after this. Um, let's see here. Uh, had the, the package with the, with, uh, Shaq and Jade Cargill, uh, versus, uh, Cody and, uh, Red Velvet for, for next week. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy, uh, takes on, uh, Adam Page. Um, is, is Adam Page going to join the, uh, Dark Order? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Did you see I John? saw this a while ago, right? Like right before Brody had passed. Mm-hmm. It, they were kind of hinting at it that he was going to join. Okay. But I don't. It never really happened. And I don't know why it's taking so long. They'd love, but well, you don't know why. They'd love oh, to yeah. stretch it mean, out. I, I know why. They have story. Exactly they have storylines that last for like years. <laughs> they've they've had the. Uh, I mean, technically, the 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 uh, uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page storyline is still kind of going on. Say that it's still going. <laughs> it's still going. That's that's more than a year. So the Kenny Omega John Moxley storyline happened on the first episode of Dynamite. Yeah. No. 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 It happened at Double or Nothing. Right. Double, yeah. He came in Vegas. The first Double or Nothing, though. That was in 2019. 19, right. All right. And so they're, they're circling back to that now. Um, okay. Listen. Roles are reversed. <laughs> we, we have we had Moxley as a champ. Now he's trying to get it back um, against the, the one, one of the best in the, in the world. So yeah, I, I'll never complain about that. Uh, yeah, so Adam Page uh, gets the win, but then he gets attacked. And <laughs> who comes out to save him but Dark Order? Uh, let's see here. Marvez catches up with uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Uh, just funny that you, you could anytime Kenny Omega went to talk, uh, there was just a, like a saw in the background. It's <laughs> like what? it was just very funny. Um, I'm, I'm all about this this Kenny Omega character. Uh, cleaner 2.0. Cleaner 2.0. I like it. Uh, Britt Baker taking on uh, Nyla Rose, and um, Britt Baker actually uh, getting the the uh, Sorry, not Britt Baker. Nyla Rose getting the win on this. I was actually thinking that Britt Baker would take the win on this. Um, and she seemed. I could have went. I went. I I really couldn't pinpoint who would have won. Is Nyla Even Rose turning face? I think so. Huh. Which is weird. It's very weird. Because she's like, she's supposed to be a mean character. Yeah. So hmm. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll see what happens. Uh, this week, they, they announced that this week, coming up, we will hear from Paul White for the first time. Hell yeah. Uh, AW's uh, new recruit. Uh, and then your main events, man. Uh, if they if they put a title on Ray Phoenix, like like the world title, I, would you be surprised? No. <clears throat> okay. He was... I want to get this right. He was... El Mega Campeón de Triple A... Okay. One right. point. There's no need to show off, and it it doesn't look good on you. It's 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 not becoming. <laughs> I'm sorry for being bilingual, right? It's very ass- my bad. Very assholeish of you to show me up like that. I'm a natural heel. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> um, he's just incredible. Like, there's nothing that he does that is just like, like every wrestler and whatever organization you watch on a regular basis. Every match is just like step one, step two, get to the middle, reverse it. Now the bad guy or whoever was getting the heat turns it around and now is is putting the, the beat down on. Phoenix is just like boom, boom, boom. Like it's always on like twelve <laughs> yeah. out of ten. Um, anytime he does that, um, that tope out, out of the ring, and like it, it's kind of like this the flip that he does. And then like remember that a couple weeks ago, or a month ago, he did that outside on the left side of the ring. He landed. On his crotch on the on the uh, the barricade. Yes, he, he did it. He did it so hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> he did. He almost did that with this match too against uh, Lance Archer. Uh, not uh, not knowing where 
Archer is fitting. I don't know if he's still going to be a face because Jake Roberts like pushed Phoenix off the uh, the top rope at one point. Um, but I, I see. I, I think Lance Archer is still going to be a, a, a face here. He he's also in the in the, the title picture here uh, with with Omega and and uh, I, I, I at least should be coming up. Um, as, as far as after Omega and this whole thing happens with the Death Wire barbed uh, murder match. Um, I'm not even going to correct you because I know you're doing it on purpose. I think they should just change it every week. Uh, so, yeah. So, so they, they had... Uh, who did, I didn't have the, the note in my notes here as far as who won. Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the they, one spot I loved from that match was yeah. the, uh, the Spanish fly off the top rope. Yes, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> just amazing. He, he's he's Phoenix is just incredible. I see. That's where I don't give it to Phoenix. I give it more to Lance Archer. Well, as far being as, able to take that. Yes, and if he didn't, it, I I think Phoenix would have been dead. Because <laughs> yes. if he didn't catch him, he'd be like hit his for head. For sure. Yeah, it was just it was such a, a brute force move for him to just kind of like barrel through and and yeah, he him taking that that hit. Uh, kudos to Lance Archer. Uh, good episode this week. Good episode. Um, finally, uh, really quickly with SmackDown, uh, Daniel Bryan challenging Reigns uh, to a match at Fastlane, uh, basically calling out Reigns, saying that uh, you're fighting me after I went through this this ordeal with Elimination Chamber, and and you basically beat me in, in you know two seconds. Um, Otis and Chad Gable, who are now heels, uh, defeating Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Coming out and saying that uh, his his Nigerian background will help him to new heights, and there you go. So he defeated uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, as we previously mentioned. Uh, not too happy with his standing. Uh, they, <laughs> but before all this, I want to really quickly just mention that Sami Zayn was uh, backstage with King Corbin and mentioned that uh, Corbin didn't have an, an idea why they were having a tag match. And that Sami Zayn basically said, uh, you, we can call each other uh, Cam-Am. <laughs> Can-Am. I thought it was very funny. Um, so there was that. Uh, Tamina defeating... Because yeah, that's not trademarked. <laughs> that's not trademarked at all. Tamina defeating uh, Liv Morgan. Uh, I, I think Tamina should should get some sort of push again. Uh, Bianca Belair finally challenging Sasha Banks to the official point. Um I'm not sure. I'm not, point. The official point. I'm not exactly sure what the hell the role of the uh, of Reginald is again with uh, in regards to Sasha Banks. We haven't seen Carmella in weeks, uh, other than uh, briefly uh, like a week or two ago. So I'm not sure what his point is uh, with this whole thing. Uh, Street Profits taking on and defeating uh, Corbin and Zayn, and let's see Cesaro. Uh, Seth Rollins came in for a promo. Uh, Cesaro. Came out and Rollins basically said, "If you wanted to uh, be successful, since you haven't won anything, uh, come under my tut- tutelage." And then Cesaro just kicked his ass. Um, and then in the main event, Daniel Bryan taking on Jay Uso. And then if uh, if Bryan won, that he would get his match at Fastlane. Ended in a double countout. Uh, so what do you do with that kind of situation? You push it to the following week, and now this week on SmackDown they will have a an exploding cage <laughs> death match. Exploding fire murder with knives match. Uh, they will have a cage match on SmackDown, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Watch Winner has to remove the other person's groin <laughs> and spleen. Uh, <laughs> uh, watch SmackDown. That's all I'm saying. Just 
get, get on get on to SmackDown if you're not watching it, because uh, it is definitely the the better of the two uh, major uh, WWE products. And don't listen to uh, Dave Meltzer for anything ever, uh, uh, other than facts that are not opinions. Yeah, which would would definitely not be a fact. advice either. Probably, I would assume. I don't know. Absolutely not. <laughs> that is the week that was. Uh, looking forward to seeing. The the match tomorrow on Raw where Lashley doesn't win the belts because they have to push it back <laughs> because of storyline. Um, the death murder match in, in a cage on Friday. Uh, and anything good happening. Hopefully this thing with Sammy Guevara uh, continue that storyline. Maybe he'll come back on AEW. Um, but in the meantime, we have Shaq against Cody <laughs> happening. And that is this week. So should be, yeah. should be good. And, and uh, uh, by the way, this Sunday. Sunday. It's uh, it's happening, right? This Sunday, the seventh, fourteenth, seventh, seventh revolution. Yeah. Yeah, it's a week from today. That's it. Yeah. So, so our our next show, uh, which I actually just realized was the first on a Sunday. On a Sunday. So I thought it was on a Saturday, but mm. I was mistaken. Very much so. Not knowing stuff. Not knowing shit. Um, yeah, I would. So next week we will go over our predictions for uh, all things uh, revolution, and very much looking forward to that. Uh, I, I still think it's you, you're 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 contend that it's uh, it's all out as far as their major pay per view, their their mania. I th- I still think this is it, and uh, either way, it's going to be a good one. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Because I am done. I'm spent. I'm done and spent. That is it, everybody. Hit us up on Twitter, uh, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, anywhere uh, that you find your podcasts. Uh, please hit us up on Sons of Slam. Let us, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to talk about. Um, and have a convo with us. And uh, some just some ragtag fans that just love wrestling and just like to shoot the shit. Anything before we go? Nope. Just watch out for uh, Paul White. Where? <laughs> I'm gonna miss that. Yeah, no more. And what, what can they? I'm gonna miss that. Can they do like a different? Uh... Can they still just get the well? Well, I don't give a fuck with the. I don't give I mean, a. They don't. Tra- damn, it's not a trademark. Well, is not what a trademark. the rest of the music is. I just want to hear a. Well, where? Well, it's the large presentation. Yeah, the large program. The large program. That's large it, everybody. Program. <laughs> they should do that. They should do that. And by the way, also, uh, sometime soon, be on the lookout. Not saying when. Possibly, maybe, some sort of word on blood and guts. And that's the last I'll say of it. Yeah, because we we are still due <laughs> for it. A... We are actually coming up on a year soon. Oh God. I think it's a, it's been a year already. It was supposed to be February last year, right? March twenty fifth. It was March. Oh, I thought it was February. Okay. Yeah, March eighteenth mm-hmm. was the Rochester show. Yes, that's where Brody right. and Matt debuted. Right. And that was the first show after the lockdown. Oh man! Can you believe we're almost on the year? Can you believe we've been doing these Zoom shows for almost a year? I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Remember yes. at the beginning of this when I was actually going to your house? Yeah. I know. Well, listen, I'm I'm excited this week. Uh, I'm getting my shot this week. Nice. This uh, t- on Tuesday, I'm getting my shot. So I want to see faces. I want to I want to kiss faces and 
rub babies. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, get get your damn shots. Wear your mask. Get your shots. So we can all get out of this. So I can get to my my damn Yankee games and uh, and drink a twenty dollar beer and enjoy it. As as the immortal Burt Reynolds said in Dukes of Hazard, mm-hmm. kissing hands, shaking babies. <laughs> and on that note, I can't say anything any better. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam, we are out. The Sons of Slam podcast. 